Okay. Let's see if my audio is recording. Yep, it's going. It's good. <clears throat> All right. Hooray. <laughs> Sound kind of sarcastic, didn't it, Jared? He really doesn't want to hear your thoughts. I must be know he does. scratching your surface, Hyrule. <laughs> oh, there it is. The first of many. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hello, it's Bill. I need you to come down here. Something happened. I need your help. Sergeant Nathan West leads the U.S. Special Forces' most elite unit. Deception is their most dangerous weapon. My rangers are God! 24 hours ago, he led his men into the jungle and disappeared. But guys like West don't just vanish off the face of the earth. They disappear for a reason. I know. Because he trained me. Before he left the service, Tom Hardy was the best interrogator I'd ever seen. He could get in your head faster than anyone I know. Now, how's that make you feel, Jules? Hostile and uncooperative. Fantastic. Glitching in for two hours, it didn't make a sound. You tried poking him with a stick? Oh, how about them Yankees? We just want to know what happened out there. They're dead, aren't they? It's not like that. It's not. You think you know everything. You haven't even scratched the surface. Am I scratching your surface yet? Think he did it? No, sir. Yes. How far do you want to go with this? No. Is that a no? Any spooks involved here? CIA, FBI? Not exactly. Things are not what they seem. They cannot tell you about the other operation. What other operation? Murder is basic. No conspiracies, no puppet masters pulling the strings. They planned this. Where are they? We're here, but we're not here. Want to see what happens when you lie? What are you doing? When you lie? There are degrees of truth. So, uh, basic was my pick as we travel through the decades. Uh, and Jared is just giving you the reason why. I just remember these TV spots running incessantly and the joy that we got <laughs> from it so much. Uh, but I don't remember. I don't think we watched together. I know I watched it. I think I watched it with my dad. I had never watched it until the other day. So all we needed was the TV spot. It clearly didn't get us to mm. like go see it. But we enjoyed John Travolta uh, sassing another man um, in the most hyper-masculine way possible. Did he knows how. And uh, he's so checks so if he's so cute so first, though. God, <laughs> he, he he does. Uh, you know, he does prowl around. There's a lot of leg spreading. Uh, was it man spreading? I guess, as the kids call it. Uh, totally unnecessary, too. He could just sit down, but uh, I would say Travolta's not alone in this in this uh, mystery film. I think everyone's kind of cheesing it up. Everyone's hamming it up. And I don't know if it's, no, it's not his fault. His influence. No, not, not I don't entirely. know if they're trying to reach his level, but he's not, uh, he's not just pulling a Nicholas cage where he's totally isolated, uh, going off the walls. Everyone, including like a fucking what, Harry Connick jr. In this is like, uh, you know, so bad. Sinister doctor. So bad. Well. Um, who is the, uh, female lead that John Travolta, you know, attempts to, uh, pass off as having sexual interest? Connie Nielsen. Connie Nielsen of, uh, um, Gladiator? Gladiator, Devil's Advocate. She's one of the, uh, Ooh. she's one of the, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was, there was the, like the serotonin hit there. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not so much here. Doing a pretty terrible southern accent. Uh, I was wondering what that was. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, this all plays to me. Um, 
Giovanni Ribisi doing some sort of voice? What was he? Is he doing like like Orson Welles or something? What is he doing? Like, <laughs> he was threatening my life. It was clear as day. Did anyone else see or hear this? No, of course not. There was a helicopter. You know, I, nobody could hear anything. I don't know how familiar you are with investigative work, but there's this thing called motive, and you just gave yourself one. Well, you you wanted to. You wanted to know what happened, and I'm telling you the truth. What happened to Degrees? I didn't kill him. Then who did? I don't know what he's attempting here. Sounded like a toad. Uh, uh, hell, Tay Diggs? Maybe the only one that's like playing... Well, he's always bad. He's, not he's just a really bad actor. He's a good-looking man. He's really sh- short. Yes. He's really short. And you, you notice it here uh, when you have him uh, climbing a uh, hillside and you have all the other guys in military gear. And then who is, is it Dash Mihok who's playing like the, uh, you know, the white supremacist in the, the military, the racist. Um, is he? I remember he's only there to like, well, like, well, you know, he hates black people. Right. And then he drops an N word and shoots a black man. Like, ah, okay. That's really his like, character. Yeah, that'll do yep. it. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. Now, that's in fairness to Hyro in the film. I guess part of the charm of it, I'm I'm saying part of the charm after I said that a guy shouts the N word and then shoots a black man in the face, is Charming. that you're trying to trying to I guess ascertain as far as what's bullshit because it's the Rashomon thing where it's like you get different characters giving you different versions of events and all you know is that there's uh, two survivors and they may be working together or working against each other and then um, John Travolta is brought into. To sass it out, Jared. He's the Ascertain. That, he can get a confession out of anyone. You know, that's that's the guy they, they call in. Is it, uh, who is it, Tim Daly? Uh, someone from Wings, I think, that's uh, controlling the base. I also want to, I guess we should kick it to Hyro first. Hyro, uh, how realis- realistic is this? You've been on a... See, okay, there it is. <laughs> Do they act like this in the military, Hyro? Everybody this, jazzing around. <laughs> jazz hands. Did this scratch... <laughs> Scratch the surface, Hyrule? What do you know, mister? It's, uh, I mean, you've got berets out there in the field. You've got uh, people wearing capes and sweaters. It is just a mess. Um, you, I mean, this you is, really hate the capes thing, don't you? Oh, God, it was so bad. I mean, <laughs> of all the things, the capes is what got oh, you Oh, I mean, the, the, you know, you see certain movies that they put a lot of attention into, like, the authenticity it's and the just, realism. It's just a poncho. In, in this one, they just come. It's raining. <laughs> He's wearing a cape. <laughs> they completely eliminate any. And to to the movie's credit, though, it's it's a comedy. I think it's not trying to be like Black Hawk Down. It's not trying to be Band of Brothers. It's just trying to be. Look at look. I mean, look at Travolta. Look at your screen. What is he doing? He's like uh, you would see that at a gay bar. Your surface. You know what I mean? Like it's. You feel it yet, Hyrule? A complete farce. Like- yeah, no. Yeah, I, Good time. Pretty accurate uh, depiction from the military, from what I've heard. At least from my days. That's, that's how we used to sit around with each other. <laughs> and uh, I believe it. That's how we talked. I totally believe it. <laughs> we just couldn't tell anybody about it back then. <laughs> I did like the moment uh, where the Rabisi character reveals that he's gay, and John Travolta has to throw out there, like, well, I guess don't ask, don't tell is out the window now, as if he's done this ultimate disservice. Like, oh, why did you why did you speak the gay to me? And now, now I have to put it down in my little notes. There's so much that John Travolta does. I don't know. I mean, can we spoil this movie, I guess? 
Well, I have a note about this, about the spoiler thing. So if we're, okay. if you are going to spoil it, let me tell you my experience with the spoiler thing. One, I've already, uh, <laughs> it don't matter. I've already confirmed to <laughs> That's you what I'm getting at. that I rented it twice <laughs> because it expired. So I paid for it twice okay. only to find out that it oh. had HBO Max. But here's the thing. When you rent it and um, there's a load, there's a loading screen or you pause it or whatever, the the screen, the picture that they show is the final shot of the film yes. with all of them sitting there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I, I can know that. Yeah. I yeah. Know HBO, that. I guess, uh, has selected that um, because on my Apple TV, I, you know, I added it to the queue and on the little top bars, if it's the little square that you click on for basic. It's the picture of the final shot of the movie that complete reveal. It's family dinner time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody so knew what they were doing at HBO. <laughs> and it's not just HBO because I did it on Amazon. So therefore, it is... Oh, it's the same yes, thing? Yes, it's exactly the same thing. Oh, okay. And um, I... Like, nobody gave a shit about Somebody really movie. hated working on that movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? Somebody... I think I think what is, Jared, I think it's less nefarious. Although I wish it was. I wish it was someone that's like, man, fuck this fucking movie. You're going to ruin it. I think they really thought, like, okay, we got to have a shot of Sam Jackson and uh, John Travolta together. Um because we I don't remember this, yeah. from the trailers um, if they explicitly tell you that he's investigating the murder of Samuel Jackson's uh, character or if he's just brought in like I, – I don't know. I have to go back. I'll, I'll put it in the episode so our listeners will know by now uh, if they can get past the scratching your service thing on repeat. But I'm wondering if the trailer sold it like, you know, Samuel Jackson's the bad guy and Travolta's after him, out to get him. So you expect there's going to be something – although – uh, I've seen this movie at least now twice. I did watch it, you know, once upon release, and I forgot how quickly uh, Sam Jackson's out of the out of the picture, or at least you think he's out of out of the picture. And we're investigating his murder. Like, do you get blown up with a grenade? Do you get shot multiple times? All the different versions of it are like, well, he died. He died horrifically in one way or the other. Um, one of them, he's bullying Giovanni Ribisi for doing his version of Orson Welles. Uh, another one, he's bullying the other guy that survived. Um, and I think Travolta's character, like he makes a point saying, I wanted to kill him too. Like everybody wanted to kill this man. Uh, do you think, <laughs> Jared, do you think that is Travolta the guy, this is getting a little meta for mm -hmm. watching a movie as a movie character. Is he the guy to really try to sell something in a sneaky fashion? Cause every time he says something or makes a face, you're like, well, that's clearly not true. What's he doing? What is he up to? <laughs> uh, there's a moment where Giovanni Ribisi says something uh, at the time talking about the Tay Diggs character. Like, oh, Pike's not his real name. And the movie cuts to Travolta's face and he has this mugging thing. Like, yeah, yeah, enough of that. Come on, move on. Tell us. Go back to the drugs. Go back to this. <laughs> and Travolta just does not have – he doesn't have a subtle bone in his body. God love no. him. Uh, well, not, certain days he does have a bone in his body. Hey, hit the rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't defend the man. Uh, this, this has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 21%, but it has an audience score of 63%. And you put me, put me with the audience score, because I don't know if I want this to attempt to be a smart thriller. I've seen it at least twice now. Once was just yesterday for this podcast. I couldn't really tell you what the grand scheme is. It doesn't seem like it's the most efficient use of these like highly trained military operatives time to do this song and dance. Like, uh, you know, what exactly is the point theater type thing? That's a, that's a good point. You bring up like, what is the, what is the end goal here? 
you really you really put a fine point on this movie when everybody gets to the end is like what the hell happened what are we doing <laughs> yeah. what is the point of all this <laughs> why did i sit through this so they can have dinner i'm on the other end of this there were so many bamboozles in quotation marks that i was so furious by the time we get to the end of this movie that i could i was like you were done with the uh, scooby-doo reveals like it was <laughs> it wasn't even yeah Fucking Harry, uh, Harry Connick Jr. sitting in his prison cell singing, uh, almost like giddy. He's getting ready to do 20 years, uh, for peddling drugs. And he's like, What are you talking about? Uh, that dude's black. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like close up on Travolta's quivering eye, like, dun dun. dun." Oh my god, (laughs) he was black. It's such a stupid movie, man. I, it's so bad. I, I, so I want bad. an answer by the time we're done with this podcast, gentlemen. I want to know what the hell the point of this movie was. I, you just like piqued my interest to like, what is the overarching goal? What are they trying to accomplish with this ruse? So they're trying to catch Harry Connick Jr., who is peddling drugs, right? Out of the hospital on the base. Everybody but knows he's doing way it, do that. The easiest way to do that is to hit him with a book. You have a woman hit him with a book and be like, I'm not going to stand for your lies. I'll throw away, my, throw away my career. Now you tell me the truth. He's like, all right, all right. I'll do 20 years. Yeah, I'm not dealing drugs, which is the easiest confession I guess you'll ever get. Um, he looks to John Travolta to save him, who in such a subtle move, he picks up a magazine and just like, like, I, like <laughs> Travolta is playing this like he's on the stage. And it's like he's got to do these grand gestures, like flipping through a Sports Illustrated. And then it's to get Wings guy. It's just to get him to confess that he's actually mm. overseeing this operation. It seems like some basic detective work and maybe surveillance. <laughs> what, what have done it? I, don't, I don't know about the need to fake their deaths in the jungle. <laughs> 1920s detective could have figured this out. Exactly. How many people had to fake dying in the fucking jungle to, get, to smoke this one person out? It's like, you fucking kidding me. And, like, and, you and he's giving people. out drugs that are, like, are those drugs benign today? Like, they give it to this military all the time. Like, juice them up. I think in the initial uh, alibi of his, right, is he's just trying to give them something so they don't feel the the pain through their their missions and training and whatnot. That's common practice. Like then they reveal for what, the, the cocaine. <laughs> I think the cocaine comes in later with wings. No. I think, uh, but you know, I, <laughs> it's weird because really Sam Jackson's like super soldier team. Uh, they don't do anything except disappear. <laughs> they just they just go hide and cook dinner. And just hope that John Travolta can sass a confession out of the people, like which you'd think he could just do on his own. I I don't know. If you want the cocaine, look in the writer's room. That's where it's going to be. <laughs> wow. He's black. He's white. Ah, Sam Jackson's dead. No, he's a super soldier on top of the shed. Ah, he's dead. Slap some capes on him. <laughs> I love one. His uh, action movie line, so pretty. But so dead, and he's like eight pounds back. God, this movie's awesome. I, I think I nailed it this, this first month. This pick. Oh, all right, we God. just came off of Point of No Return, where we all enjoyed ourselves and the ravioli and the stupidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you saying here, Jared? You're saying by the early 2000s we expected better of our movie stars. It's trying to be too coy. Just get, if you're going to be stupid and ridiculous, come out and be stupid and ridiculous. This Dude, whole you got a movie where Giovanni Ribisi uh, puked up blood, and in his dying breath, he <laughs> he 
scrawled in eight and blood. <laughs> oh, well, and also she's like, That's oh, so it's infinity. Stupid. It's infinity. Oh, God. She does the dramatic turn of the hand. Do you know yes. what infinity looks like? If you turn Wait, it this way. If you turn the, the infinity sign this way. Oh, my God. We were just talking about Section 8 ten minutes ago. Travolta looks like a kid. Amazing. just shit himself. Has a dirty diaper. It's like, what? An eight? <laughs> you don't have to shit yourself. I don't, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. God. <sighs> I So bad. I'm with Jared here. I... No, no, you're wrong. No, because the I'm ending, with Jared. There's, there's some blissful misogyny at the end where they're like, you believe this woman can figure <laughs> us out? You believe this a woman of all people? She must be a fucking genius if she could follow. Bring her to the team. Ways. Bring her to the team. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I am with Jared. I, it, it was just too much. Like sometimes you just put a little too much, too much spice in the pot, and it just it's inedible. And this was editor just, Mike. Um, is going to hate me for saying this now, but to refute, well, I think I'm going to try to find as many clips as I can of him hitting on Connie Nielsen in this. Uh, Cause I, I enjoy that. And that's also what gets him caught at the end uh, where he's like, uh, yeah, let's meet up Tuesday for sex. Uh, you know, you'll be fine as long as we keep our story straight, which I thought was actually kind of an innocuous thing where she's like, I heard another person say, as long as we tell our story straight. And I'm like, doesn't that just mean he just heard that saying earlier in the night and he's just applying yes. that to a yes. different situation? It's this not is exactly not Kaiser Soze. Yes. This does not <laughs> God. And you know what? She just followed him and figured <laughs> out the whole plot instead of going into the jungle with the fucking As she as she watches him death. like sashay down the street. Like <laughs> fucking setting up heart of darkness in the goddamn jungle to try to smoke out one person who isn't even there. <laughs> you got setting up fucking now, Jared, blast caps and goddamn. If she's following through their version of like Mardi Gras, you have women like flashing him in the streets. If she had been like, I don't think that man's straight. If she, one one, he seems to <laughs> shed off these naked titties awful easily. <laughs> Do you think his advances were successful and uh, they consummated the uh, friendship to relationship? Uh, coitus. No, I think I think Tay Diggs nailed her probably instead. Once she found out Tay Diggs was still alive, I think she's like, ah, never mind. I think Tay Diggs nails him. <laughs> I don't Tay Diggs has better taste. <laughs> I don't know. Travolta's a hell of a dancer. Put your hands on the table. Now. Who are they? They are my colleagues. And they're discussing breakfast recipes. You know about the Coke? Yes, I do. You know about Vilma? Mm-hmm. You know about Styles? No. In fact, they work for you, because you're Section 8. You planned all this, and you killed West. Give me one good reason why I should not fucking blow your head off right now. Oh. Why did this young woman have a weapon pointed at your head? This is Captain Osborne, and she has had a long day. Oh, I bet it was something you said, huh? <laughs> she thinks I killed you. <laughs> he didn't. Thought you hated each other. I'm not particularly fond of him, and he is sort of a jerk, but what can you do? He cut me some slack. Slack? Mm-hmm. Did he say slack? Mm-hmm. Captain, sit. It's safe. You want to talk about slack? 
You take a simple rattle of cages, find out who's working for who operation. Next thing I know, it's like corpses flopping around like it's raining yeah, fish. And I rescued your ass. Rescued my yeah. Did my ass need rescue? Don't put me in the middle of this. You stumble upon a drug operation in the middle of 10,000 heavily armed men, and you didn't have to be pulled out? Oh, pull me out. See, now that's different. I was going to retire early anyway. <laughs> so you found out about the coke, and you told Stiles? Yeah, who did nothing. Except order Kendall Mueller to kill you. And you figured that they were going to do it in the jungle. Mm -hmm. That's why I call this genius. Breakfast ready. Do you remember the triplets? Yeah. Raul's daughters? Mm -hmm. It's Potter. Ow! This might eat me. I'm, I'm <laughs> depressed by this, Jared, that you did not. I'm giving you John Travolta in like not only like a tight black shirt, but he's usually in the rain, coming out of the rain, um, shoving his big teeth in people's faces. Skin tight <laughs> jeans. <laughs> You know, I've I've not really been that critical of him. It's been entirely the writing <laughs> Jared, and how the man. No, we have, I'm not. <laughs> it's all wax, man. You've been all over this dude. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm I'm pretty fair and balanced with. <laughs> Thank you. I'm even killed, if you will. I'm Thank surprised you, Bill that you've, uh, <laughs> you've kept the bullet in the chamber because usually anytime his name is brought up, you say, oh, "Yeah, he kissed his uh, fucking babysitter, who's a man." Did you know that? I've seen the pictures. Straight as an arrow. That's what Jared Johnson says. <laughs> He's a great actor. He really hit on Connie Nielsen with some real, some real gusto, if you will. He's a, he's, actor. he's taking method acting to the next level. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it happens. This is what these butch boys in the military do. <laughs> oh no! Oh, calm down. That's uh, <laughs> it a pretty accurate negative review for, of the time. This is from 2003 from the New York Daily News. Uh, you can fall asleep in the first reel, wake up at the end, and know as much as anyone else. <laughs> oh, perfect. I remember reading perfect. that one. Yeah, <laughs> you, could, you could go comatose and wake up and be like, yep, follow right along. <laughs> it just like loops and loops and turns and turns, and it ends up back at the very starting point. It's just nothing. I can take a few of them, but like if you've got to like your third, fourth, fifth twist, it's just enough. Enough. Well, okay, Jared. Would you like the movie better if Travolta was not in on it? If he was actually trying to figure out what happened with the same character, this his same over the top character. If he was not, because that that's the hard thing to reconcile. But the end of it is usually the criminals just talk too much. And we mentioned the usual suspects. He just said like one thing too many, and like. If someone had just looked at that board, they'd be like, no, wait a minute, what kind of bullshit are you spinning here? And Travolta is kind of guilty of that. So, obviously, if you think about this from 130 seconds, you're like, well, why? <laughs> like, shouldn't he just come in and just try to say, like, oh, this is boring. Uh, clearly, that guy did it. Let's process the paperwork. And like, what what is he trying to, to accomplish? Because you do have the outside observer. You have Connie Nielsen here who doesn't know. So you would think it's not, to, you know, part of his objective, unless they're looking for her as some sort of patsy, where it's someone, but they're not, because they pull up a chair, it's like, well, you, you cracked the code by just following me immediately from the case, uh, <laughs> didn't turn off your bribes you or anything. You found our secret hideout, goddamn, <laughs> by just following me in traffic. <laughs> so do you think, is the movie better, or does it, is it just fine as stupid as it is? Like, is there really no redeemable quality as, as far as that, the way the plot's constructed, it probably would have made just the 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 marginal most 
uh, sense to me if he wouldn't have been in on it because you've got a lot of bloat, a lot of fucking ridiculous pageantry uh, with him interviewing the guy who was supposed to <laughs> not black, who is not black, but was black. <laughs> God damn it, you get me angry again. <laughs> Stupid fucking movie. Um, <laughs> it's just it's convoluted to be fucking because. Uh, it's just it's, it's so not that stupid. You have to give them a bigger uh, target to chase after. Like you have to take down a oh, a syndicate go. that is the hatred <laughs> hatred of Samuel Jackson again. No, what I, oh no, well, that one hundred fifty pounds soaking I would, wet. I could have whooped him. I could have whooped him <laughs> in his cape. No, um, no. I mean, like the, the the drug dealer as the bad guy is too small. Like in other words, you need like a bigger target to hit after. Like Samuel Jackson, everybody's in on, you know, taking down this evil general who is, you know, going to bring a nuclear weapon into the country or something like that. Mm. Like the stakes have to be way higher. The scope is too small. Yes, the scope is way too fucking small. And that's what makes the excessive loop-de-loops that this plot takes uh, just ridiculous. Because if you're just chasing after some drug dealer that uh, it's it's a handshake on the wire or something like that, then... You know who cares? Like it just becomes silly for the lack for the point of silliness, and that's why I'm out. I just put up Letterboxd uh, as well. Uh, Hiro, to your point, they're using that same fucking image as the banner on Letterboxd <laughs> for basic. That's what I'm Kyle saying, Nielsen, man. Samuel Jackson in a beer. Someone, someone said someone these are our heavy movie. hitters. These are our, you know three, four, and five hitters. We got to make sure they're in a picture together. Spoilers, <laughs> be damned. I thought Letterbox would go nuts about that. Um, here's a one star f- review from Daniel Ehrenberg that says this has the exact same tone and narrative structure as Snake Eyes, but with fourteen or fifteen more endings and zero self awareness. You think that's fair? Completely fair. <laughs> Definitely. <Okay. laughs> Is the movie better if it's Nicolas Cage? If it's the other version, the other flip side of Face Off, Jared? No. Same script. No. No, I can't say. I can't say. Yeah, uh, because it, honestly, I mean, I'm breaking character here, but this movie is not bad because of John Travolta. I'll put wow. it out there. Wow. It's not bad because of John. That might as well be a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I can't believe it. Really. It's written so bad. So you attacked bad. him relentlessly when we did Phenomenon. Relent- well, I, or, or when we did the the Broken Arrow episode. He was all over <laughs> this dude. Jesus. Yeah. I have to readjust. Did I'm, we do Michael as well? I'm learning. Did we do Michael? I'm growing. Michael, the angel one. Michael. Yeah. Yep. It was a, you know what? It was a gay Johnny, bashing I'll give fest. you this one. Wasn't your, wasn't your fault, buddy. You tried. <laughs> Maybe Jared's all growing right. up. You know, he's done mm-hmm. with the gay bashing. I'm delirious from the amount of pooping I've done today. <laughs> Stop it! Leave that, leave that out of context. Music plays. Cue the music. That's it. <laughs> no context necessary. Put scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe the Glengowan, any Glen. Light runs on. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Uh, all right. Um, Pulper. Here. Is trance next? Is that what it is? 
Trance and what's an indecent proposal. Those oh, are the next I two. cannot wait. And indecent proposals on HBO currently for anyone. Thank you. It's trigger happy. Um, but trance is. I'll just. I'll just you, let me tell you right now. <laughs> rent it twice. No, I don't need to rent it. I'll just put in my Blu-ray of it, my disc that I'm a proud owner of. Proposal. Oh yes. I, I think it's it's just two months in, but I am wondering, Jared, if Hiro is just going to go down the list of 1993 because he's now two for two. <laughs> is he just in that sweet spot of like right his, there? His youth. That was yeah. junior year of high school for me. Peak, peak, Demi Moore. This and disclosure. Are that hairy butthole summer, baby? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I'm still recording. <laughs> There's some after the music material. Oh.